0: And welcome Hoosier fans to another victorious episode of the Doing the Work post-game show as tonight your number 5 ranked Indiana Hoosiers beat Purdue 64 to 57. The Hoosiers now 16 and 3 overall, 8 and 1 in the league. I'm your host Jeff Marlow and my co-host Kathy Amos was actually at the game today, so you'll be getting me as a solo show today. And I hope everybody will enjoy the show. Kathy will be back with us on our next game later in the week. After the Illinois game. And we'll break so I'll break it all down for you on this edition of Doing the Work, the new show on the Back Home Network dedicated to covering I.U. Women's Basketball. And let's start this show the way we start every show, and that's with our banner moment. And today's banner moment for me came in at the 124 mark of the first quarter. Indiana was struggling a little bit, had gotten off to a slow start, kind of got back into the game. Alexa Golbe had an in-close shot that got partially blocked. Purdue got the rebound, but that pesky Nicole Cardano Hillary forced a turnover, got the steal and a layup to make it and a free throw to make it uh, a possible three-point play at that moment. And that was my banner moment today as Nicole Cardano Hillary just showing what she really brings to this lady to this Hoosier basketball program for the women. Just that pesky defense and always kind of in the way of what other teams want to do. So your banner moment today has been brought to you by our friends at Home Field Apparel. Now in their fifth season of sponsoring the assembly call and their first as the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. And did you know that among Homefield's large collection of vintage IU apparel is a shirt commemorating one of the great, most successful seasons in the history of women's basketball program? It's true. When you go to the IU collection, you'll find a T-shirt commemorating the 1983 season when Indiana won the Big Ten and made its first NCAA tournament appearance. Given what the women's team is doing now under Terry Morn it might be time for a new shirt soon. And if you're a supporter of other college teams or have other people in your life who do, Homefield probably has something for them, too. Their product line now extends to more than 120 different schools with unique vintage logos for all of them. And no matter what you buy, you know it'll be comfortable and the colors will last through many washings. Plus, you're supporting an Indiana-based company that came up through Kelly. What could be better than that? Go to HomeFieldApparel.com, use our promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, HOME, to for 15% off your entire first order. That's promo code HOME for 15% off. And once again, the website is HomeFieldApparel.com, wear one for the team. Okay, well, my partner, T- Kathy, isn't here today, so you're going to kind of get my insights here in the Coach's Corner And I really was impressed with the effort today from the kids. Uh, I know, as I said, they got off to a slow start, but once they found the rhythm, I thought the ball moved better today. uh, The players moved better. And so I really felt like that when they got out to that lead and they built it up to a 19 point lead at 49 to 30, I thought they were playing as good a basketball as I've seen since they came back from the COVID pause and then Purdue started hitting some shots and maybe we let off the gas a little bit, but it was still a very solid, about two and a half, almost three full quarters of basketball by these young ladies. And they were, you know, they played as well, as I said, as I've seen them. So that to me was the big thing out of today's game was to see these women coming back kind of maybe getting some stride. I thought another thing that, and I kind of will save this for the meaningful moment, but, um they got contributions from a lot of the players whether it was in the scoring stats or just on maybe rebounding a lot of a lot of contributions out there today for the lady hoosier or excuse me for the iu women the the hoosier so um so As we continue our breakdown of Indiana's win over Purdue, we will will break down today's meaningful moments you might've missed, and then we'll go inside the numbers to highlight the most important statistical notes from the game. You're listening to the Doing the Work post game show. I'm Jeff Marlowe, and as I said, our co-host Kathy Amos actually went to the game today. Unfortunately, I couldn't go, but she was there and uh, she's actually getting a tour of the campus today from a a friend of hers and such. So we we wish Kathy, Kathy a safe trip home tomorrow. Uh, back to Iowa, and she actually saw a really good game today. And we're breaking down Indiana's 64-57 win against Purdue. And it's time for today's meaningful moments that you might have missed. And I think really one of the first things that popped into my head here for a meaningful moment is the play of Chloe Moore McNeil. Chloe Chloe Moore McNeil came off the bench and really provided a spark in that first quarter. And and we'll dig into her stats here in a little bit. But she brought some energy that I thought maybe they were missing at the beginning of the game. And she was being aggressive. She was getting to the rim. She was shooting the ball with confidence. And I really felt like Chloe was a meaningful moment today uh, for her play off the bench. Because if that's the kind of play that Chloe Moore McNeil can give us off the bench consistently in those kinds of minutes, this team, when we get healthy and get Mackenzie Mack, Holmes back, this, the upside gets a little higher. The ceiling gets a little higher for, for this team, and that's kind of what they've been missing a little bit. So for me, the play of Chloe Moore McNeil today off the bench was outstanding. It was a very meaningful moment. The other meaningful moment kind of goes into my banner moment, and that was just the overall play of Nicole Cardano-Hillary. She really also was carrying the load, um, especially through maybe much of the first half, Um, she was playing, she played well, uh, she was taking care of the ball. We mentioned she was really pesky on defense, maybe a little bit in the fourth quarter, got a little loose. She was committing some turnovers, uh, maybe forcing a few things when we had the lead that we maybe didn't have to, but overall, again, Nicole Cardano Hillary shows you that why she is such a valuable part of the team from her point guard spot. And that's, you know, to me, that's another meaningful moment. The other meaningful moment for me was that it kind of highlights stats here. But again, in, in a situation where our leading rebounder has been out again, IU was able to win the battle on the glass 40 to 38. And to me, why that's meaningful is it really limits the other team offensively. And we saw that at Michigan earlier in the week that, when they didn't rebound, Michigan got two, three, four shots at a time. And even though Michigan wasn't shooting at all that well, when you give somebody that many opportunities, they're going to find a way to put the ball in the bucket and, and, and it gets away from you. So you have to at least, even with McKenzie not a being on the floor – you got to find a way to at least come even, be even, or close to even. And they won that rebounding battle. So to me, that means every kid on the floor, all five on the floor, were rebounding as a priority, making sure that they did their first job. Getting the defensive stop isn't just forcing a miss. It's getting the rebound as well. And so they completed the defensive possession by getting a rebound to finish it and then being able to go out. And I thought that was a huge part of that stretch in the second quarter overlapping halftime into the third quarter where they went you know basically on about a, a 30 to 10 30 to 12 type run to where they'd build up uh, as I said a 19 point lead at 49 to 30 and and such and I see the people the 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 chat and, and the workaholics there in the chat Yeah. And and, uh, one of the things here that if Mac can come back and be healthy, there are some positives to the kids playing without her. And they learn that they can do certain things. And then you put your best player back into the game. That really becomes a big part of what you can do going forward. But obviously, you would you'd like to have your best, you know, maybe not your best player, but your leading scorer, your leading rebounder out there as much as possible. And and such. So those were two of the meaningful for me. The other meaningful moment I had in in this game was the when the game, when the lead kind of started getting away, and we we turned it over a few times in the fourth quarter. They'd hit a couple threes. They Purdue had finished the third quarter on an eleven to three run, I believe, and and. Terry Moran took an early timeout in the fourth quarter. I believe it was around the 8.5, eight 8.20-minute mark, eight, 20, 8 minutes and 20-second mark, where she took a timeout, and I think basically to tell them, look, you're in the lead don't panic just keep playing the way we want to play try to get try to get back to some of our fundamental and the things we focus on and i thought they did that but once purdue got on a little bit of a roll it was going to be kind of a dogfight fight to the end and then you're gonna have some missed shots you're gonna and, and they're gonna make some shots we eventually hit some free throws and stuff but i thought that was a really good timeout. so those were my three most meaningful moments for the game today as well here um and then, so let's go inside the numbers a little bit. And, and I'll kind of start with some team numbers first. Um, points off turnovers. Uh, IU forced uh, 18 Purdue turnovers. They scored 23 points off of Purdue turnover. So they were getting one plus points per turnover. That's huge. Uh, IU ended up turning it over 12 times. And Purdue only had nine points off the turnover so even though we turned it over we limited their points off of those turnovers and that that 23 to 9 ends up really being a big part of the victory in a game that we won by seven but it was also a big reason why we pushed out to a 19 point lead there in the third quarter. Um, And again, the bench, our bench is times not done a whole lot, but Chloe came off the bench today. And I think that'll lead me right into Chloe's today. Chloe McNeil, Chloe Moore McNeil's performance, 11 points, which I think is a career high. And she also had 10 rebounds, which her first ever double double. So congrats to Chloe for that, that achievement, but it just shows you how active she was out there on the floor. And she also had added a steal. So, you look at those numbers generally we're lucky if we're getting three, five, six points off the bench, Chloe came in and gave us 11, but I also thought the bench came in, Grace Wagner, Caitlin Peterson played and gave us valuable minutes out on the floor. And and so those were some interesting numbers there, but you look at Nicole Cardano, Hillary, uh, Nikki uh, finished up leading the way with 19 points on eight of 16 shooting, uh, seven rebounds. Uh, One assist, two steals. The only negative to Nikki's game today was she had seven of the 12 turnovers. And so that's, you know, that's one of those that, you know, I'm sure they'll watch in the film and try to clean up a little bit. But Nicole was outstanding today. Grace Berger went for 17, uh, five of 14 from the field, but seven of eight at the line, four toward the end, that in the last 25 seconds or so that finished it and iced it. Uh, She finished with six rebounds and five assists. Uh, and two steals so another solid across the line effort by uh by grace berger and then lexa Golbe had 11 points uh she didn't shoot it very well either the team as a whole we'll get to the team stat to team shootings here in a second four of 13 uh but lex had six rebounds two assists and two blocks as well during the game so in a game where lex wasn't shooting it well she found ways to impact the game and then, as we mentioned, uh, Chloe had the 11 points. So those four kids in double figures, the 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 big part to me and the win, and maybe this is even more of a meaningful moment, um, is the team only shot 39%, but we still found a way to win by seven. Um, it, was kind of, it was kind of consistent. We shot 35% in the first quarter, 36% in the second quarter. Our best quarter was the third quarter. We shot 44%, and then 40% for the fourth quarter. So it wasn't like we had any great quarter shooting the ball. Uh, We only shot 11 threes and made four. So we shot 36% on threes, which that's, you know, that's actually a pretty good, you know, pretty good and and didn't overshoot it. And then 12 of 16 at the line. That probably was one of the best stats we had today. 12 of 16 at the line, 75%, um, 8 of 10 in the first half. And then four of six in the second. And I believe, like I said, Grace had went four for four down those last 25 seconds. And that's one of the things we'll point out there. Um, but then you look at Purdue, and here's where the defense, we you know, as Coach Moran wants to stress the defensive end, we held Purdue to 38% shooting. They only shot 29% from beyond the arc. And they only got to the line seven times. Now they were seven of seven. And I know we can't defend the line, but we only we limited them to seven free throws. So they didn't get a chance to score a lot of easy points at the line. So defensively, another very another solid effort by the IU women today. And, and I think that's again where you can kind of see where they maybe have worked off the rust a little bit, felt a little bit better about their games and i thought also one of the key things here and this goes into kind of the numbers and meaningful moment is they went a little smaller there was large chunks of the game today where chloe played instead of Keandra. and Keandra had four rebounds and a steal but she and to go with four points but the matchups were a little bit more favorable for a smaller lineup playing Lex at the five and then really kind of surrounding her with four ball handlers. And so that lineup really worked pretty well overall. And so that that meant the minutes got you know balanced out a little bit more. Chloe played twenty nine minutes today um, and Keandra only got ten minutes. And so that I thought that was a huge part. Of that, from the standpoint that it really was the, it was kind of the lineup that got us flowing, as I mentioned back in the first quarter. So, those are the stats that I've got to look at and 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 break down. um I think that again, we talked about the team stats, the numbers. Purdue did outscore us in the paint, 26-22. Um, but that's a number I could live with. At least we weren't getting outscored by 15 or 20 in the paint. Um, and Purdue doesn't really have a great post player that's a Nas Hillman type or the girls at Iowa, but it just the defense was really solid. We you know, and and such. And so that was a point that was a that was some place where we almost broke even. As well, we did lead in second chance points, even though we weren't the biggest team on the floor. Uh, as I said, when small, we, we, we led in second chance points 10 to five. So all those little things, second chance points, points off turnovers were huge in the numbers game today because, again, building that 19 point lead. But it also is what gave you so gives you that cushion when Purdue makes that run. Uh, especially like they did at the end of the third quarter where basically they cut it from 19 down to nine uh, i believe it was going into um the third quarter um trying to do my math here real quick two three one four no eleven point lead so they shaved off one point uh, or no, we'd actually added a point, but you felt like the momentum was with Purdue there. So, um, so to me, kind of an you know, this is a, a the big thing here was the play of especially Chloe Moore McNeil off the bench, but just the fact that the kids really seemed to respond to playing well together with that smaller lineup, and that might be something they can do at Illinois this week. We'll preview Illinois a little bit here toward the end of the show, but it's not something we probably can do a whole lot of against. A, a, um, an Iowa, especially coming up, or maybe even a Maryland, and hopefully, maybe we'll have Mac back by that point. and And for those of you who have not seen the news, IU will play Wednesday against Illinois on the road, and then they'll come back home next Saturday and play Michigan State in a makeup game. That Michigan State game was one of the ones that got canceled during the COVID pause, and so they'll come back home. And play michigan state next saturday they're going to play a lot of games now and and, and really not much span uh, um, having talked with grace Berger the other day they know what's coming up and um they uh, but they're they expect at least one more game also to be made up kind of what the feeling is not anything that grace said to me or that i know officially but just kind of kind of the feeling is they got to go to maryland for a road game anyway they were supposed to go to Rutgers for a game. So that Rutgers game may be the one you fit in there somehow before the Maryland or maybe even after. But but that's a game I would not be surprised if they announce it gets made up here sometime. So there's still, you know, still some games to play. They There's a very important game today or tonight. I didn't look at the time in the Big Ten. Iowa and Michigan are playing each other. Michigan has one loss in the conference. Iowa has two. And so this is a situation where, one way or the other, Indiana gets some help. Uh, you knock, If Iowa loses, they go to a third loss, and IU still only has one. If Michigan loses, they go to a second loss, which would put IU back at the top of the Big Ten standing. So I'm not saying who we should root for or anything like that, but obviously either way, Indiana is going to get some help here from that. So you're listening to the Doing the Work IU Postgame Show, and you can catch us live. Immediately following most IU women's basketball games, you can find us at our website, assemblycall.com. Join for, or also make sure you sign up for our free IU Hoops email newsletter. Over 9,000 of your fellow IU fans are on the community and and the email list that we're closing in on 10,000. And so subscribe to the assemblycall.com assemblycall newsletter, and you can join again at assemblycall.com. That's join.assemblycall.com. And so I'm Jeff Marlowe here with you today on a solo effort. Kathy Amos was at the game today and was able to see the Hoosier, lady, the Hoosiers up close and Indiana coming away with a 64-57 to victory. It's time for our game balls. And Kathy did text me from the game and give me her vote. And I think it's one that I would totally agree with. I'm kind of checking out the the workaholics here in the chat as well. But game ball today for for Kathy and me, I was going to go this way as well, goes to Nicole Cardano-Hillary. Nicole, as we mentioned, led the way with 19 points, uh, two steals, uh, seven rebounds. And, and um, she was 8 of 16 from the floor. So, Nicole Cardano-Hillary will get the game ball. And that will be her third game ball of the season. Her and Mack are now tied with three game balls. Allie Patberg with two. Grace Berger also has two game balls. So, uh, I thought that, you know, Nikki just really set that tone early. And, again, Nicole kind of offensively, especially for most of the first two-and-a-half quarters, carried the way. Grace Berger really picked it up after halftime and, and played well after halftime as well. So, and now it's time for the Hoosier Hustle Award, sponsored by our friends at Evansville Security Services. Evansville Security Services provides off duty police officers to businesses and individuals throughout Indiana. Remember, prevention cannot be measured. So, let Evansville Security Services help you prevent a bad outcome today. Go to EvansvilleSecurityServices.com to learn more. That's EvansvilleSecurityServices.com. And so now it's time for our Hustle Award, sponsored by Evansville Security. And Kathy, again, texted me her vo- her vote. I'm kind of looking here in the chat a little bit as well, but I can't. Clo- uh, Kathy and I were both in agreement here that today the Hustle Award goes to Chloe Moore McNeil just because, as I mentioned earlier, she played with energy. She played with some spirit. Um, She had a career double. She had her first career double-double, 11 points, 10 rebounds, uh, 29 minutes off the bench. And so Chloe Moore McNeil and a steal, if I didn't mention that, she also added a steal. So Chloe Moore McNeil gets our EvansvilleSecurityServices.com Services.com. Hustle Award as well. So that will make Chloe's first Hustle Award. Congratulations, Chloe. Or excuse me, that's Chloe's second uh, Hustle Award. The Hustle Award right now, leaderboard, is Grace Berger with three, Chloe with two, and then Mackenzie, Nicole, Keandra, Lexa, and Grace Wagner with one each. So um, for the workaholics in the chat, uh, anybody who might want to throw out a lingering question or lingering um, story, a lingering storylines, I'll try to answer here as we got some time. Um, I have seen some concerns about the way Allie has been playing over the last stretch of games. And and I see Eagle Eye says in the in the workaholic chat that not too worried about Allie. I, I would agree. I think Allie has struggled. I thought today she was actually better. Um, she wasn't over dribbling and she was just letting the game kind of flow through her. Um, rather than maybe forcing some things, she was one of eight from the field, but she had five rebounds and assists and a steal. And I thought, really, outside of the shooting, she played really well. And and so that's that. Uh, that to me was a, a question that I'd seen over the last couple of days as well. Um, the other thing, uh, Quang, wanted to know about attendance. Uh, the attendance was officially listed at seven thousand eight hundred ninety one. 7,891 and i believe they said at the game today that's the fifth largest attendance in history for an iu women's game so congrats to all those fans who got out there today watching it on btn plus watching on btn plus it, it looked like a really good crowd that was always really involved in the game and was really giving support to the kids on the floor so um The only other kind of the lingering storyline here that I have, and I thought got answered quite a bit today, I thought the, the team showed more energy today. And I thought coming off of the COVID pause, Michigan, Minnesota, I thought some rust, maybe a little lethargic, maybe not quite the condition you would have liked to have had. But today, I really felt like they were in pretty good situation. I never felt like Purdue was in a place where they were going to get up on us 10, 12, 13 and really make it tough on us um, to come back because I thought the energy was really good. And I think that also speaks to the fact that the kids, uh, the girls, the women on the team knew it's a rival game. You shouldn't have any problem getting up and having energy for Purdue. And I thought that showed, and I should mention this as well. I should have put this inside the numbers. They've not only is this our second straight win since we lost to Michigan, but this is our seventh straight win over the Boilermakers in the series and and it just shows you how well this group has learned to take the rivalry and and because as i remember for kind of growing up in high school my college years um purdue was dominating this and now terry moore has come in and i think she's really gotten the kids to understand even the kids who aren't from indiana the impact of the rivalry, the, the fact that it's such a big game to the fan base, not just to the university, not just to them, but for the university. And so not only to win seven row, they swept the season series. Now, we can still see them again in the Big Ten tournament, and and, and you never know um, what can happen in, in that kind of tournament. But it just shows you that, that the team, the program has really made strides against what was – once the kind of bellwether or at least one of the bellwether programs not only in the state but in the country so um that i thought that was uh to me that was a big number and and i thought the energy the kids had was a big part of the storyline today and and i was looking for that because i didn't feel like they played with as much energy as we'd seen before the covid pause coming into today um as well so and I was kind of checking the workaholics here to see if you guys had any other lingering story well, questions or lingering storylines. Uh, not really seeing it. again. I appreciate you guys being out there for me today. It's a little nerve wracking and trying to do it for your first time uh, on your own. Kathy is such a big part of the show and she was at the game we just didn't feel like you know doing it a day or two later you know and 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 such so i took it on but i hope everybody's enjoyed the show today uh maybe you've noticed my stuttering a little bit i've been a little nervous but uh but i enjoy talking about the iu women and 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 where they have brought this program so coming up is illinois Uh, we will go to Champaign to play illinois Illinois struggling record-wise. Uh, they they're down toward the bottom part of the Big Ten, and it will be on also BTN Plus. Sorry, workaholics out there in the chat. It is on BTN Plus as well. That game will begin at 8 p.m. Eastern time Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central, and we'll have our next Doing the Work episode after that game on Wednesday night. Um, We'll have that game on Wednesday night. So be ready. That'll be a little bit more immediate. I had some projects around the house we were working on today, so I I couldn't get to – I knew I wasn't going to get here until about 3 o'clock my time. So appreciate everybody giving us patience and waiting for a little bit after the game today as well um, iu leads that overall series against illinois 45 to 29 um, and the hoosiers have won 12 in a row i was surprised i didn't realize it had gotten that big of a stretch iu has won 12 in a row in the series against illinois as they go out on the road to face uh, the lion eye on wednesday night in champagne. You're listening to the Doing the Work IU postgame show. Remember to check out our friends at Homefield Apparel. Use the promo code HOME, H O M E at checkout to get 15% off your first order and it's time for last call and I guess you'll get my last call. Oh, also I want to remind you that uh, the men's postgame show on Tuesday night We'll be following the Northwestern game. The men go on the road Tuesday to Chicago, to Evanston to play Northwestern. So they will be on after that. And then, as I said, we'll be on Wednesday night after the women against Illinois. And then also Thursday night, you can catch the regular episode of AC Radio. That's at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Time. So that's the upcoming schedule here on the Back Home Network. I want to thank all of the, anybody out there in the chat, I, I the names and things, uh, faces, uh trying to look through here but any of you who went to the meetup yesterday at the switch yard after the illinois game enjoyed meeting all of you and seeing those people who came to the switch yard yesterday and for the meetup it was a really good time it was my first time at the at the meetup and so and and thought that everybody put together a really good thing um i don't know the final amount uh, but we had a raffle. We raffled off about four four signed basketballs. One was from the women's team that we were able to get Grace Berger to help us with. Um, Grace got the team and the coaches, especially at least Coach Morin. I think all the coaches, but at least Coach Moran signed it, raffled that off. Um, the last I knew, we'd raised over $850 for Mother Hubbard's Cupboard, uh, the local food charity in Bloomington, and that was one of the keys. Anthony Leal, Christian Lander, Jordan Geronimo stopped by after the game for a quick for a little bit. And one of the things that Anthony was was really wanted us to do was to donate back to a local charity. So that was where that the raffle money went. I think also 15% of your food orders yesterday also went to Mother Hubbard's coverage. So a good cause uh, as well. If you weren't able to be there yesterday because of weather or schedule, whatever, hopefully next year we can get together again and, and see some of you there as well but I wanted to point out the great job that Jared and Andy and coach and, and, and Ryan did and putting that together and all the people at Switchyard as well for helping us put that together. So I wanted to point that out. Um, just excited to keep watching these women. Uh, they are, this of my last call. Uh, yeah, it was tough to come off of a two week layoff, come back against guess maybe if you're not the best team in the league, Michigan is um, and play them on the road. And so I thought, better on thursday than they were against michigan way better today than they were thursday so i think maybe starting to get their legs under them finally getting back into the rhythm and so really looking forward to this stretch run it's hard to believe we're a little we're right about a month from the big ten tournament kind of into the tournament getting ready for march madness and so it'll be really the stretch run is going to be really key and i think it's nice to see them have that energy today that they had and, 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 and continue to have that. And hopefully we don't know much more. I didn't see, I know, uh, Ari was at the game as well, and he was going to the press availability after the press conference afterwards. Um, but I didn't hear anything more about Mac, but the last we'd heard was that we, they felt like maybe she was a little ahead of schedule. So maybe, maybe we'll see her before the big 10 tournament. And I think that would be a positive, as well so i want to thank all of you people all the chat mob out there all the workaholics who have been giving us your time and, and effort to listen to the show to our sponsors Homefield apparel and and um, Evansville Security Services want to thank them. Want to thank you guys for bearing with me today as a solo show. Kathy will be back with us on Wednesday. Um, but that's, you know, I just really we really felt it was important to try and get the word out to you know, talk today about this game. And especially with the win, um, the women over Purdue. If you want to see us do the show live and be a part of the live chat, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com assemblycall.com and don't forget to go to join.assemblycall.com to join our free email newsletter special thanks to john ringer of ring design for designing our logo and a thank you for listening we'll be back to talk iu hoops again with you on wednesday night and until then keep your elbows in and your eyes on the rim and go hoosiers Again, thanks, everybody out there in the chat. Appreciate your kind words with Quang, Eagle Eye, Arizona Hoosier. Uh, I know a couple others mate, so I'm not trying to – John, you know, Tony, don't, all you guys appreciate the, the kind feedback. But um, very excited, again, to watch these women continue to play. And, we, and as Eagle Eye says, um, you know, it, it would be nice to get to see them in person. Maybe for me, if it works out, possibly the Big Ten Tournament, but I'd really like to see this team, if we get Mac back healthy, close to 100%. I'd like to see us play Michigan again in the Big Ten tournament. Not saying we'll win, I'm not guaranteeing anything like that, but I would like to see that matchup with our full complement of players. So, all right. Everybody out there in the chat, the Workaholics, thank you for being here. We'll talk to you again Wednesday night. Don't forget the men's postgame show on Tuesday and then AC Radio also on Thursday. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you being out there for me. Workaholics, you're number one. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday with the next episode of Doing the Work.